Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Design Intervention Podcast, a fashion and design podcast hosted by two design professionals. Hi, I'm Susan. And I'm Nicole. In this episode, we are going to discuss how to start your design blog and what we wished we knew before we had started. We are going to share some great resources and actionable steps to get you started on your design blog. Excited. Yeah, no, I think that this is great. And I'm really happy that um, we can share with everybody our journey because it took a lot of research. And thank goodness we had each other because with a community and just having a partnership, you're able to uh, research things that, you know, things. You definitely need a design bestie when you're (laughs) doing this, because if you don't have someone to talk everything through and what you're learning and you help each other through the process, it'll just take you so much longer and you'll get frustrated and a lot of people give up. So if you have someone that's actually going through it with you, it'll just make it that much more enjoyable. Right. And I have to tell you, when I had first started, um, I didn't start with double hour designs. I had started with Susan Baldwin designs. We'll get into a little bit of that. Um, I was on a Wix website. And I had Squarespace. And yeah, Nicole had Squarespace. And only probably six months into it, did we really, well, you were a lot longer. Right. I was on since 2017. Right. And I had been doing it about six months you know, since the pandemic. Right. Um, And then Nicole came to me one day and was like, oh no, Susan, we're doing it all wrong. Yes. (laughs) And if Nicole says something, I listen. Right. I think that through the journey, we started to realize that there, it's really a business. And a lot of people just blog because they're sharing their creative process or they're just, you know, journaling almost. But if you realize that it's a business and this can be something that becomes your future, you have to start really being intentional and get strategic. Oh, absolutely. I think when I look back at my uh, original posts, I was just, you know, just sharing my thoughts and, but nobody really wants to hear what you have to say. I mean, they do, but only if they're going, if it's going to be constructive and that they can get something out of it. Right, because you always have to think of your audience, who your ideal client is, who your listener is, and your post should be geared towards them. It shouldn't just be about yourself because uh, in one of the courses that I took, someone basically over and over mentioned, nobody cares about you. They only care about themselves. So in the beginning, when you're just starting out, you're providing value and you're helping people. And if that's not the purpose of your blog and it's just for your ego and just to put your thoughts out into the world, you're not going to attract your ideal client and have people repeatedly come back to your blog. Yeah, no, it's really, really um, good information. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, six months in for me, I know three years after you, <laughs> that we pivoted. I think that um, I had started out with SusanBaldwinDesigns.com, but really came to a realization that it was just my name. I was just, I wasn't a brand. It wasn't something that I could really move forward with that somebody, you know, nobody really wants to know about Susan Baldwin designs. Right. So Nicole, you had started out. So I started out with IQ design, which is my interior design. And it's always been my design name. So when I was in the children's wear industry, I was designing 
close and that was my name and my LLC. And then I just moved that over to a blog because again, I didn't know. So it was IQDesignGRP.com because I couldn't get just IQ Design. So what I did within that for my blog is I had Inspired Design Talk, but my URL was not the .com, InspiredDesignTalk.com. So I think one of the things that we want to talk about is when you're first starting, you want to think of what your name is going to be. Oh, you want so, to figure that yes, out. Yes, you want to figure that out before you start, because the goal is you want to get your URL.com in whatever your name is of your blog. Now, it can just be your name. However, if it is your name and you ever think of selling your blog, it's harder to just sell your name as opposed to where Susan's blog is. Doublearrowdesigns.com. Right. Mine is inspireddesigntalk.com. And you want the .com. You don't want org or anything else. You want to make sure that you get .com. So if you're searching your name and you can't get .com, switch it to something else that's similar, but where you could get the .com. Right. Because the .com is very, I think that's the most recognizable. Right. And people will come to a .com a lot quicker than right. a .net or a .org. And they're going to remember that. And the thing is, if you have a name like Double Arrow Designs or like Inspired Design Talk, if you're done after 10 years and you decide, oh, I want to sell this blog, blogs go for about $200,000, give or take, depending on your traffic, depending on your any ads that you have on there. Because basically the person is buying the history that you have created and monetized of your blog. Right. And you, and we know as we are starting, you know, I'm, I'm coming up to my year. I think you just finished your just year at, year. you know, at our new uh, websites. Um, and it takes time. It really takes time. Uh, it, the traffic has to build, you know, right. And this is our, it becomes your asset. Yeah. So you're really building an asset. And one of the people that we listened to actually did a comparison because he does real estate as well. And the amount of effort he had to put over the course of a year to building a blog website, he actually, it was more profitable than buying a piece of real estate. So just to put it into context. So because you own it, like yeah. it's yours. I mean, once you, you work it and and again, we're, we're going to continue to share everything that we have learned along the way. Um, yeah. And every day, like a year later, Nicole and I are here together and she helped me out with, with something that I wasn't doing right. And you'll always find something. And that's why it's mm -hmm. always really helpful to have somebody or a community um, to do that. So I think we let's, let's go over that. We, we said, so the first thing was to figure out your name, you know, whether it's for branding, whether, you know, you just find your name. But now where, where do you get this name? Like, where do you buy your domain? So your domain for me, my original design was with Squarespace. And then I just kept the one for IQ design there. When I got the new domain, I went to Namecheap. And Namecheap is where you can buy your domain. And I bought a two-year domain plan. And I think it was cheap. It was like 10 bucks or something. Right. It's I, not expensive. I think mine was like 12 or 14. Yes. Yeah, uh, I like did that. my double arrow designs through name cheap as well. My Susan Baldwin designs I had bought through hover. Okay. So there's many different places. I mm -hmm. think that you should decide on where you want to buy your domain because mm -hmm. then when you do the search, they will, you will find uh, what's available. What's not, they'll give you some suggestions. Um, and then you can buy a, what, what did you say? We bought two years at a time. I think it's just I, yeah, easier. Yeah, the two years. And then every year, like mine just renewed on Squarespace. And then that name cheap one will just renew. I have it just set up to renew automatically. Right. So you want to get your domain name. 
And then once you get your domain name, now you have to go into WordPress. So now you have to figure out your theme, which is basically the look and feel of your website. So there are many different themes that you can go. Ours is 17th Avenue Design. Right. And then there are a ton of others that you could buy off of Etsy and off of Creative Market. Right. But I think why we chose this is that they had uh, many different options and also they were set up for Genesis and mm-hmm. child. What, what's that child? Something or else. Yeah. I, well, we'll get back to you on that, but you have child to theme, child theme and Genesis. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. So to make sure that they have this, because these are certain things that you really need when you're self-hosted on uh, WordPress. So now you can buy your theme and And it's important when you buy your theme to remember because the theme that you buy, if it's not set up for SEO and for Google, you can have issues with site speed with your theme that have nothing to do with you and you can't fix it. So your host can affect your site speed and you can't fix it and also your theme. So it's very important to do that research up front to make sure, because otherwise you'll be having issues later on. Right, and I think it's really important. I think people want to just run out of the gate. And I think it's really important to be very thoughtful, again, on your name, because once you do it, that's your name. You want to be then buy that, and then you want to get your theme. I mean, you can build your own theme. You can, you know, but but this- It's like 60 bucks or 70 bucks. Right. It's it's done. And it's done. You could pay them to do it or you could do it yourself. Right. Which I, and we're going to go into how, how we did that because we're not very, we're not high tech. We are design people. This, you know, we struggled and we've learned a lot and it's not, it's not my first comfort. Nicole is a little bit more comfortable with it. And she's always like, Susan, just do it. And, yeah. and I, I, you know, I tend to have a little bit more of an issue with that. But then you have to find your host. Yes. So the host, it's important to remember when you just Google hosts, best host, everybody is going to recommend Bluehost. Bluehost, if you're in college and you're starting out a blog, it's super cheap for the first year, then they're going to increase that and you're going to get you know, this high price anyway. So it's super cheap. And the people who are recommending it get high affiliate link, uh, profit from recommending it. So it's like, I don't know, 60 or $70 that they're making every time someone signs up. So they really promote it. Yes. So they promote it. And the thing is, if you start out there, it's not long-term going to give your blog as it grows. It's, it's not somewhere where you can stay as you're growing your blog. So you're going to eventually have to switch. So I highly do not recommend starting out with big hosts. And a lot of people, Bluehost, Blue <laughs> a lot of people do. I would not do it. I researched and found that the people that I followed were on Big Scoots. Big Scoots is an awesome host. They're that amazing. so helpful. I started out with the one that Susan has, which is the shared uh, hosting plan. Right. Mm-hmm. But because of the images and because of already having three years worth of content on, I started getting slow and I wasn't able to upload images. So I wound up having to switch to a managed uh, site. So Big Scoots will do more for me. And I pay about $44 a month for the two sites. Susan pays, I uh, you paid for the year. I up paid front. up for the year up front. I don't remember what I the cost was. I think it was like $100, $120 something. But they are so responsive. Yeah. When I say we were sitting here now, I had an issue. I, I posed a question within minutes. They gave me a response 
and a solution. Yes. It was amazing. Yes. They are really amazing. So, so we're going to talk about that as well, because the thing that is important is that before you, once you get your name and then you get your uh, theme. theme and then you, you get, get your, your host, host, the next step that you want to do that we would recommend is to take free courses. Yes that will walk you through, especially if you've never worked on WordPress before, it walks you through what you didn't know that you need to know. Right. But before we get into that, mm -hmm. wasn't it once you got your theme, you, what we liked about 17th Avenue uh, designs oh, was they really yeah. gave you a step-by-step -step tutorial. tutorial on how to upload this theme onto your WordPress page. Right. So again, you can have them do it for you or you can do it yourself. Basically, literally you go to their site and they have a tutorial and you just follow the steps and it's just step by step and do not miss a step. Yes. Do <laughs> you not skip a step. Do not jump around. Do it at your own itself paced. So just go through the steps, go through each section, even if it's not something like they, they might talk about recipes. If you're not a blogger who does recipes, just understand it and then move on right because knowledge is power no that's great and so then once it's uploaded it's a template mm -hmm. and the template is loaded loaded with their images their content mm. and so you are going to need to take time to remove that to add yours but again before you even do that we highly recommend for anyone listening to listen to so there is Grayson Bell, who's from iMark Interactive, and he has a WordPress beginner course that is free. It's free. It's long, and you need to go through every single section of that course. I mean, he maybe literally, twice yeah. and understand it. And it's helpful if you have your everything set up as far as your host and your theme set up so that as you're going through the course, I actually went through the yeah. course once before I had all that set up. And then I went through it again and followed step by step and did what he said to do. You know, I think in hindsight, I think I did that as well. Mm -hmm. I really listened to it. Mm -hmm. And then when I was setting up everything, it was a great resource to go back mm -hmm. because it's all in a um, outline form. You can find the sections. It's mm -hmm. so well laid out. And he has a lot of videos. Yeah. Any courses that you take, for me, it depends on how you learn, but I learn best with video. So I would recommend if you're like that, a creative that you need video, like get visual, you need a visual because some courses have just text and right. it's very. So also what was really good is that when you join this free, um, this free course, you then become a member of his, his Facebook, Facebook page. Yeah. Right. A group, which is great because yeah. people daily multiple times a day, will maybe ask a question. You can ask a question. Yeah. I asked a question last week and Grayson actually answers. Yeah. It's amazing. And if you have something that you're working on that you're curious about, sometimes you don't even have to ask. The, before I ask a question, I search in the group and type in what I'm looking for. And most of the time I can find the answer right there. I don't even have to ask the question. Because it's been asked yeah. probably multiple times, yeah. maybe in a different form. Mm -hmm. So again, we really, really highly recommend that I mark interact interactive, interactive. Yeah. Uh, Grayson Bell, Grayson Bell. Mm -hmm. um, his WordPress site. It's a free 
course. He has other yeah. paid courses on there. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that later on. Mm -hmm. But for anyone first starting, you should really do this free one. Yeah. He also within his um, course uh, suggests to listen to Liz Stapleton. So Liz Stapleton also has a blogging course that is great. I think I might've done her course first and that's how I found Grayson Bell, but she is a lawyer who blogs and her background is law and any of the legal that you need. Because the thing that's also important to remember is that you have to protect your site and there's legalities that you have to have on there. We're not lawyers. So we're right. Not gonna tell you no, we won't, is. but they have some really good templates yeah. and really good um, just direction on mm -hmm. what what disclosures you need yes. and just disclaimers and mm -hmm. all that stuff that you really need to have on your site uh, to just make sure that it's legit. Right, and you, you wanna start out right and understand this. So we yeah. recommend those Absolutely. courses like so highly. Right. And another resource that I found really helpful and both Nicole and I found helpful, and sometimes you could just go to them um, to look up different things. Today, again, uh, we found um, help on this, but it's WP Beginner. Yes, and that is WordPress Beginner, and they'll also go through. And I mean, YouTube is a great resource as well. Yeah, but yeah. that's great. Mm -hmm. So definitely, I think that this is where we started. Um, and then you know, it's not just about writing your blog because you have to do all this foundation work right. before you even start. But if you build your foundation correctly, it, you really then can have so much fun with it. Right. And then once you have this established and you have your name, your theme, you took the courses, you have a general understanding, and now you're going to start doing your posts, uh, you need to figure out what you're blogging about, I would say, yeah. is the next step. Your niche. Like, figure out your yeah. niche. Now, the thing is that when I first started, I basically was just blogging about myself and events that I went to. And then, like, if unless you come out the gate knowing what you want to talk about, that's a little bit of a process. And I honestly have to tell you that I took last year and just blogged about what I enjoyed to figure out what... I was attracting people, like what posts were getting attraction. Yeah, what resonated. Yeah, what was resonating and then resonating. <laughs> Resi resonating. Resonating. <laughs> yeah. So with people so that I could figure out what direction I wanted to go in. So it's important, they say niches rich, that you want to get specific. Because if you're blogging about everything, you don't have a reason why people are coming. Like who's you. your audience? You yeah. have to really figure out who your audience is and and that's, the specifics of that well that's another great resource because miles beckler mm -hmm. he's an amazing youtuber who constantly gives you free advice free um you know courses on seo and keywords and all of that but um he really even does a, a course where you have to find your audience. Mm -hmm. He gives you like a, a free download to really know that. So now when I started, I think sometimes, you know, people say, well, I, I like design, but I don't know exactly where. Listen, I started that way. Mm -hmm. I'm in three different areas. I was doing furniture. I'm doing apparel. I was doing trend. I was doing printables. And now what I'm finding a year later is what's resonating with my audience mm -hmm. is my DIYs with my apparel and my furniture and my printables. Mm -hmm. They're doing really well. So, you know, I'm going to really focus more on that. And the trend things, 
you know, I, I may do them, but they're not, I don't know that that's going to be really my focus going forward in, in the second year of doing my design blog posts. Right. And my blog had, you know, sometimes I would throw in fashion. Sometimes I would throw in the books I'm reading. In the end, I really am. And I think I said this last time as well. I am furniture. I am the room designs. I'm some DIY, but for the most part, I'm basically a resource and a resource where people can find cool, modern. So that's the thing. When I'm designing, I am very specific that I am modern contemporary. I am right. nothing traditional, transitional. I'm not your basic anything that everybody else has. But it took you a minute to figure that out. I mean, I think that you, you know, I think that you have to have enough content to then be able to analyze, to see what it is that you're good at right. or that what you enjoy, what your audience is really picking up on. And, you know, you, you need that, you need that content. Yeah. So just, you know, just start, you know, once you do the foundation, just start your blog posts because you will need content. You will, will need some kind of history to start seeing where you're at. Mm -hmm. Yes. And <laughs> what are you laughing at? Because I had a thought in my head and it was good and it went out of my head. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, talking about basically finding your niche and then really blogging about that. And I think that uh, we also with Big Scoots, I mean, talk about today what happened. Right. Yeah. Like even today. So like, having yeah. gone through the course Susan missed this permalink uh, section and it wound up being a simple fix. Right. So the point is not to get overwhelmed, but talk about that. Well, I think too, listen, we have a year in and I'm so, I'm so grateful that I have Nicole because we really started this process within a month of each other. She, you know, she had started in June or July. I had started in August. And so um, we did this course and, you know, we came together today. And so what we're learning after I'm a hundred posts in, you're in over 200 posts yeah. in that you have to also, what's important is maintenance. And we'll, yeah. we'll get into that. So today we were just talking, um, and we were looking at my URLs for my blog posts and we saw that I had the date in, in every one of them. So just for context, that would be uh, double arrow designs. She had the date. And then she had the name of whatever it was. So if it's a post on, that was what I forgot that I'm going to say. Okay. So <laughs> if it was dining room table as example, so it would be double arrow designs slash dining room table is what you want. Hers said double arrow designs, the date <laughs> slash or dash dining room table. So you don't want that date in the URL because then your content is not evergreen. So as you go through and you have content that now you need to update or you need to make sure that it has more keywords or maybe you want to add more content to it, you want to be able to reuse that content so that you're not constantly just doing new. Right. And if you don't have the date in there, you can repost something from five years ago and nobody will know that it was written in 2015 or whatever. Hence the title evergreen yeah meaning it is for it is not dated it is just it is always present yes it's so, content that's right. not seasonal like right. halloween or christmas it is something that is year round right yeah and the thing that i forgot <laughs> came back to me but when you are picking your niche after you've gone and you've blogged and you kind of figure out what's resonating with people 
So for example, when I first was blogging, my rock star posts were a cheese flan post that I made, <laughs> which I'm not a recipe blogger. And I had a grout posts that were like my two shining stars. The thing is, that's great for traffic. And they're there and they live on my blog. However, I'm not going to do 500 posts or continue to blow post on recipes or on grout and bathrooms and kitchen. Like that's right. not my thing. So make sure that whatever you pick, even if it's your traffic generator, it's not always necessarily the right direction because right. you have to enjoy what, what you're, you're talking about <laughs> and what you're blogging right, about, right. or you're going to run out of ideas and you're going to run out of the passion. So make sure that you look at your top 10 posts and look at those and see, and you can do this with Google analytics, which we'll talk about in a future right. post, but basically figure out what it is that you're passionate about and that you can blog about for 200 or 500 posts and you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, no, I think that's really, really important. Um, and I think there's a lot of information here. Yes. So uh, again, um, I, I love that we were able to just share our foundation and our beginning journey. Again, I, I think Nicole and I were so happy that we had each other yes. um, to do this. Get your blogging bestie. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, it's it's amazing. And if you don't have a uh, blogging bestie, Facebook groups yeah. are amazing. Like in the Grace and Bell yes. group, once you do that course, you can just put in there, I'm a new blogger. I'm looking to find a blogger that's in this niche that I'm going into that if you would like that's to great just communicate or share ideas or, you know, you'll always get that person who's growth minded, not someone who's competitive and threatened by right. the process. You need that person who you're going to bounce ideas off of and help each other to thrive. Well, I think that's also Miles Beckler had said that a while ago. Um, that there are millions and millions of people out there. You're, mm -hmm. you're not competing for the same- mm -hmm. Because nobody's you. Everybody's no, unique exactly. and everybody has their own unique talent. Yes. And you're basically sharing your talent with the world when you're blogging. Right. So each, each one of your posts and each one of your websites, they are unique. Yes, and they're not gonna be the same. I mean, if I had an idea or a concept for bar carts, Susan's bar cart post is gonna be different. We're never gonna have- I'd be same. doing a DIY. And exactly, <laughs> and I'd be just sharing resources and pretty right. bar exactly. carts, no matter the price, because that's just my thing. Like right. either you can afford it or you can't, <laughs> but I'm gonna show you the pretty stuff <laughs> and what I think is cool. So that's, you know, basically it's right. that idea. No, I think that's great. I hope that you guys really enjoyed all this information. It's a ton. We'll put some of this, these resources in our description so you can yes, go back to that. I do have a blog post that actually has a lot of these links in there. It's There's a couple on my uh, website. So if you just go to inspireddesigntalk.com and you search blog or blogging, uh, it'll come up. The one that I'm talking about is Squarespace to WordPress. And that has a lot of this information That's in great. there. Again, in my income report, in the beginning of it, I have some recommendations as well. The way to get to that would be June 21 income. And that would be to get some information about, I show also my analytics in there and everything like that. Right. So if you're listening to this, that's the password. It's password protected. Yeah. So again, that's just for our listeners. Absolutely. And, yeah. Okay. All right. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hopefully you were inspired by our design journey. We are so excited to share our process, design tips, and what we're learning along the way. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean so much if you would read and review it. Thanks again and have a fabulous day.
Bye.